a brand new episode of the DC Comics News Podcast. I am Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of the DC Comics News. We are here with episode number 148. Uh, I am here by myself this week, but I wanted to make sure I got all the news out to you. So we are going to jump into some fantastic news uh, within the realms of movies, TV and streaming, and comics. So I hope that you are excited as I am. We're going to start off with the movie news. We have uh, a few different stories uh, about the Batman. That's right. Batman is coming up real soon. I hope you guys uh, are ready for that. Just over a month away. And now we officially have the runtime for the Batman. It's going to be clocking in at a hefty 2 hours and 55 minutes. With about 8 minutes of credit. So the film itself will be about... Two hours and 47 minutes uh, worth of Batman. And I gotta say, I am excited. I know a lot of people kind of complain about these long run times. Not me, man. Because if if the movie is done well, then I, I, I will sit there and watch the whole thing. And I mean, I'm somebody who, who loves to like binge watch things. So I'll sit down and watch four, five, six episodes of a show... You know, uh, you know, like an hour-long show just sitting here. So if I can do that, I can definitely watch a three-hour Batman movie. I mean, heck, I even did all of the extended Lord of the Rings back-to-back-to-back. So uh, I can definitely do that. And this movie looks fantastic. Every trailer, every snippet that I have seen has gotten me more and more excited. And that brings us to our next story the official score uh, the official theme i should say not the score the theme for the batman being composed by michael giacchino has been revealed uh it got posted on uh, youtube recently uh by the official account and this theme is absolutely beautiful if you haven't listened to it go and find it it is fantastic it is haunting in places it is uplifting in other places it's it is an amazing piece uh, of music that michael giacchino was able to put forward for this movie and i if if the theme is this good i can just imagine how how good the rest of the score for this movie is going to be and it's just another thing that gets me super super excited to, to see this movie. Uh, and then we had one other piece of the Batman news. We got a couple of uh, high-resolution posters for the movie that uh, recently dropped. One of them is uh, a poster of Batman and Catwoman. Uh, side, uh, it's kind of like side-by-side, side side, uh, but they are side profiles of, of each character. With like the yellow orange sun, like it's a you know sunset behind them, it's a really beautiful uh, piece. And then the other one is a close up, a real close up, half shot of uh, Batman's face with the with the title of the Batman over uh, the front of it in red, uh, and it says uh, "Unmask the Truth" on it, scratched in red up top. So it's it's a real nice poster. Uh, I highly suggest you checking those out because they are they are beautiful. 
Uh, I really want to get that half face shot one. I would hang that on my wall frame. It's it's a it's a great great looking piece. Uh, so yeah, uh, this movie, The Batman, is scheduled to hit theaters on March fourth, and will arrive on HBO Max on April nineteenth, following the uh, the forty five day uh, theater exclusive uh, deal that they got going on. So. That's the Batman news. Uh, we got one more piece of movie news, and we're kind of just kicking right through. We got some new logos for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, as well as The Flash. Now, these logos are crisp. They are beautiful. I love uh, this Flash one that they got here. Uh, I highly recommend checking uh, these out. They both look Really, really cool. The Aquaman's got that nice kind of, uh, you know, aqua kind of green going on for the logo. They're simple, but they are perfect for what they need to be. Uh, and just getting more things like this really, it gets me hyped for these movies because they're coming. You know, uh, they're they're in production and they're they're happening. Uh, the Aqu- Aquaman, I know, just recently finished shooting. So, you know, that one's wrapped. They're going to probably just be doing editing. Um, and uh, it comes out. They both come out at the end of this year. You know, The Flash is set to hit November 4th. And uh, Aquaman, December 16th. So, you know, we're going to have a couple great months f- for, uh, for, DC, for DC movies. So I am really, really excited for that. All right. I know that was quick. But... That's okay. We still got a lot more news to go through, and we're gonna get into some TV and streaming news. Now, I'm sure a lot of you out there watched Squid Game on Netflix. Uh, I have not yet, but apparently, a DC show has topped Squid Game, according to uh, the Nielsen ratings. That show is none other. Then Lucifer, that's right, the final season of Lucifer uh, recently came out, and uh, apparently it took out uh, this, this took out Squid Game, which seemed to be one of the biggest hits that Netflix had had. So uh, uh, Lucifer wound up netting 18.3 billion minutes of streaming during the year. Uh, while Squid Game did 16.4. Now, I'm sure a lot of that is people being like, oh, the final season is coming. I got to catch up on all of it. And there's like, there's 93 episodes worth of, of Lucifer, while there's only um, like 10 episodes, I think, of Squid Game. And so, you know. I understand why there would be, but the fact that there's that much fervor for people are really wanted to see that last season uh, of Lucifer, and it was a fantastic uh, season. I love that series so much. So I'm just glad to see that uh, even after it's gone, we're still getting we're still getting news bits about it. You know that that excites me to see uh, to see that, and, and anytime it, anything about Lucifer pops up. All right. So our next uh, story is a Peacemaker story. Uh, John Cena 
the lead character in Peacemaker, of course, uh, went uh, did a video reading some mean tweets in his character. Now, John Cena has done a whole lot of, of press stuff in the character, like wearing the suit and, and just kind of being that, that Peacemaker character. And it's been hilarious. I've seen him on a ton of different late-night uh, talk shows and stuff. And this video is hilarious. He just goes through, and, and if you've ever seen a, a mean tweet uh, video, you know exactly what to expect. And he is hilarious in this. Uh, definitely check it out. If you can't find it specifically like on YouTube, I know that James Gunn put it on his uh, Twitter page uh, a couple of days ago. So check it out. It's really funny. Uh, the show has been fantastic. We're four episodes in right now. We're at the, you know, we're like halfway through, I think. And uh, it's it's been fantastic. I've absolutely loved it. Uh, it makes me laugh so much. And we get some, like, obscure uh, references, obscure... We get some uh, uh, obscure character confirmations for this universe, which is fantastic. Um, so far, there's been, like... At least three kind of obscure characters that have been referenced uh, as in that they exist within this universe. And it excites me to say for the possibility of seeing any of them pop up in some sort of future uh, project. Whether it be an episode of Peacemaker or something else. Either way, I am excited uh, to see where this show goes. And uh, I love any, I, I love John Cena. He's, he, to me, he's pretty damn funny. And so uh, I, I hope you guys enjoyed that video uh, as much as I did. Uh, but uh, he's not the only uh, R-rated show to, to hit the news uh, this, this week. We also had the Harley Quinn animated series. Uh, had uh, got on Twitter and uh, kind of poked a little bit of fun at, uh, at both uh, Batman and uh, Peacemaker. So recently, a Twitter user by the name of Joe Taft uh, put out uh, some artwork that he did. He did a side-by-side. Um, the one shot was the scene in the Harley Quinn animated series with Harley and Batman standing next to each other on the roof. She's got the bat and everything. And then a piece of his own artwork uh, where he was kind of recreating that, but he swapped out Batman and put in Peacemaker instead. Which it, and it's really cool. It's, it's great art. I really I really like the look of it. And it's fun to see uh, Peacemaker in that situation. Uh, so the, the official Harley Quinn Twitter page retweeted this and uh, put the, the comment with it. Uh, My new favorite hobby is standing next to self-absorbed men with crippling daddy issues. So, uh, you know, just poking fun. Uh, anybody who watched this current week's uh, is the is the fourth episode of Peacemaker. They rail into Batman during the episode as well, so it's nice to see uh, DC just kind of poking fun at themselves a bit, uh, kind of letting stuff like that uh, through. Uh, it, it's it's nice to see. I hope that they can continue to do stuff like that and maybe I don't know do some you know do some better stuff for the fans. You guys know what the fans want. And you, half the time you don't want to give it to the fans, 
Instead, you want to do stupid other things. So I'm, I'm not going to get into all that. But come on, WB. You know what we want. You're giving it to us in certain aspects and denying us in others. Let's just get it done and have an amazing cinematic universe. That's all we want is an amazing cinematic universe. Yeah. We love DC and uh, and we want to see it thrive. And that I would think you guys would as well. All right, so uh, our final TV and new uh, TV and streaming story: uh, the Glad Media Awards uh, put out their nominations, and uh, a, a decent number of DC properties got some love here. Uh, let me get down to the categories where they are. Uh, so we've got uh, outstanding drama series. All right, we had a few in this. We had Batwoman. Doom Patrol and Supergirl all got nominated for that one. Uh, we also have Outstanding New TV Series uh, got a nomination for Why the Last Man, which unfortunately did not get a second season. I'm hoping that uh, like maybe like a Netflix or something or, or even just HBO Max might pick it up and uh, give us that second season that... Uh, that it deserves, you know, because it's is a fantastic series. It's a f- fantastic comic book. Let in and the show, I feel like it really did it justice. So, I was I was really bummed when uh, I found out that they weren't going to continue the series. And so I'm really hoping that they somebody picks it up, changes their mind, you know, on it, and and picks it up. Uh, they also had a, uh, a category called Outstanding Comic Book. And, of course, DC got some love in here, which is great. Uh, we got Aquaman The Becoming uh, managed to uh, get a nom. We got Crush and Lobo getting a nomination. The Dreaming Waking Hours. If you guys haven't checked that out, definitely check uh, check out The Dreaming Waking Hours. Uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat, ba- uh, Eat Bang Kill Tour. Great stuff there. Uh, if you're not reading that, I highly recommend it. Uh, as well as Superman, Son of Kal-El, one of the, the best uh, new series that has come out this uh, past year. Um, it's, it's fantastic stuff. Uh, we also got Outstanding Original Graphic Novel or Anthology with DC Pride. That's, it was a fantastic book. If, it's so good. I, I've read it a couple times. It's, it's amazing. I absolutely loved it. Um, as well as uh, I Am Not Starfire, which uh, that one I have not gotten a chance to read yet, but I've heard, you know, I've heard some divisive stuff. But the people that I personally know who have read it enjoyed the book. So I say read it for yourself and, and make that make that decision on your own, you know. I always, I always tell that to people. It's like if you, if you have any interest at all, read it or watch it. And make a make the decision on your own. Otherwise, don't just sit there and bash something that you have not experienced. You have not read it. You have not watched it. You don't know whether or not you would actually like it or not. Because there are plenty of times where I thought I was going to love something and I did it, or I thought oh, I'm not going to be into this and I loved it. So you never know until you actually read it or watch it. You know, until you actually experience the thing, you'll never actually know if it's something that. Uh, that you're going to like, you know, uh, and then there was there was one other uh, nomination. It's not 
specifically like DC getting nominated, but it involves DC. And so this happened back when it was revealed that John Kent was bisexual. Uh, Amber Ruffin, who is a producer on the Seth Meyers, uh, I think it's Late Night with Seth Meyers, uh, as well as the host of the Amber Ruffin Show on Peacock, uh, did a segment called Bisexual Superman is Not Ruining Your Childhood. So this piece was fantastic. I watched it. It was hilarious. She is really, really funny. And I love that this got uh, a nomination for Outstanding Variety or Talk Show Episode. I had to I had to mention it just because uh, you know it was it's it's intrinsically tied to DC Comics you know if it wasn't for what was going on in DC Comics that we wouldn't have never had that amazing uh, like monologue piece uh, from her uh, and I believe that is all of the uh, fantastic nominations so many so many amazing things being nominated uh during the glad awards i i really hope that we can pick up some wins here you know there's some great great stuff uh going on there so uh, i'm keeping my fingers crossed and uh if you guys haven't haven't checked out any of the stuff that i mentioned go and check it out you know if it interests you at all please check it out because uh there's some fantastic stuff there all right we're gonna take a quick ad break right now before we get into the comic book news uh, you can hear about some of the other shows we have right here on DC Comics News. So stay tuned, and I'll be right back. This is Seth Singleton from DC Comics News, here to tell you about the Spinner Rack. Each and every week, DC Comics publishes so many great books, it can be hard to decide where to invest your time and money. And that's where the Spinner Rack comes in. The Spinner Rack is my honest attempt to rate, review, score the top five books from DC Comics each and every week. How can you listen? It's easy. All you have to do is go to your favorite platform, subscribe to DC Comics News Podcasts, and wait for the new episode to load up. Join me each and every week as I sift through the best from DC Comics and pick my top five books. Can't wait to share them with you and to hear your scores when you share them with us, right here on the DC Comics News Podcast. Hello listeners, this is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. First, there was the DC Comics News Podcast. Then came the Spinner Rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I am the Knight. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones. I am 
the night. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton, and I'm here to tell you about Mad Pup, a Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley f***ing Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making bat shark repellent relevant since 1966. Oh look, Gogurt. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up and bat them, nuts. I definitely do not f*** bat. In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't f*** with Lois Lane. For f***'s sake. I'm a damn good cop. A lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. The DC Comics News Podcast Network presents Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast. <laughs> Back to you, Seth. So, tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from everyone out there. Or not. That's really up to all of you. Fuckers. Picture this. Someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV, and video games. A complete ultra comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. Superheroes. Or dummies. Part of the Comics in Motion Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? I am Kelly Gaines for DC Comics News. I am Tony Hasty for this show. And we are here to introduce our new show, DCN After Dark. This is the late night talk show for all of the wild ideas, fascinating concepts, and scandalous tales straight from the DC universe. We are not going to hold any punches. We are going to give all of our opinions straight off the dome, and sometimes we'll be writing it down. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the sensitive ears. It is not for any children. Viewer discretion is going to be advised because we are going to be swearing a lot. Yes. Yeah. And possibly, maybe by episode five, getting to our hundredth joke. (laughs) (laughs) Here's hoping. We're going to have guests on this show. We're going to be guests on other shows, but we're not going to finish this sentence. <laughs> off, the t- off the cuff. Let's go. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Anything off, you want. Anything you cup. want. Scooby-Doo would be a better detective than Jim Gordon. There you go. That's, that is what this whole show is about. That's what the show is about. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about stuff like that. Should we have seen more of the bad Go. No, no one had to see more of the bad no, I didn't want to. God damn it. Look, all right. We're going to Scooby-Doo, DCN After Dark. Check us out. Watch us without your kids. And if you are a kid, you shouldn't have even seen this promo. Drink recipes, content creation, reviews, unsolicited advice, and very inappropriate jokes. Yes. And a Santa, uh, an un- unseasonable Santa hat. Except it's season, whatever. Check us out. (laughs) Not getting rid of the Santa hat. (laughs) Available exclusively on YouTube. Alright, we are back with episode number 148 of the DC Comics News Podcast. We're creeping right up on 150. It's going to be a big one. Hoping that we can get... The entire crew, or at least the majority of the crew, uh, on for that show. It'll be it'll be a, a hopefully 
a fantastic episode. Uh, but we are here again with episode 148, and we're going to talk some comic book news. This first story uh, ties a little bit into the TV side of things, as DCCW's uh, shows are getting a crossover this April, but not on the screen, in a six-part Earth Prime comic miniseries. That's right. You know, the, the crossovers are, have always been kind of a big thing. You know, uh, they've, they've done them pretty much yearly for quite a while. And so it, we're going to get this three-month, six-issue event. It's going to be set entirely in the universe of these CWDC shows. All of the issues are going to be part of that canon. They've been approved by the, C, the producers of the CW television shows. Uh, and each of the first five issues will spotlight a different uh, superhero show with the sixth and final issue serving as a big crossover finale. Uh, it's going to be called Earth Prime. So the, the five shows that are going to be uh, showcased for these, uh, uh, these first five issues can be Batwoman, Superman and Lois, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl... And the Flash, uh, those will be the five, and then, uh, like I said, it'll be a big, cro- a big final crossover issue for issue number six. Uh, this sounds fantastic. I am so excited for. I love when they do stuff like this. We're going to be getting this in April, uh, early April. Looks like uh, in shops and on digital platforms on April fifth will be the first issue. And, uh, yeah, three months, so that means, uh, I'm assuming bi-weekly, since it's six issues, so every two weeks we're probably going to be getting, uh, a new one. It looks like issue number two will drop on the 19th, so yeah, uh, two weeks later. So that's, that's going to be, that's going to be fun. Um, and we're going to, it's going to probably be able to dive into some fun stuff that you, that you either can't do on television or would just be way too expensive to do. So I think this is a cool idea. You know, because, I mean, a lot of time, not all the time, but, you know, pl- there are plenty of times where, like, the crossover stuff, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, leak into the, uh, the future episodes. I mean, obviously, Crisis changed that quite a bit. But, like, some of the crossover, it's just a crossover that happened, and then they moved on, you know? And so, like, that, this one could be just like that. It's just a crossover, and then they move on, so you can, you can read it. Or you can't, or you don't. You know what I mean. I'm sure it's not going to necessarily uh, matter that much, but it's. I feel like it's going to be fun, and to be able to see these characters uh, on the page and see how how they're being drawn and, and what the interpretations will look like, I'm really excited, uh, and I hope that you guys are as well. That's not the only uh, screen to to page. Uh, adaptation that we're going to be getting here because we're going to be moving into the movie sphere a little bit with a three-issue prelude to The Flash, uh, and it will be featuring Batman. So that's pretty pretty fascinating. It's going to be called uh, The Flash, The Fastest Man Alive. Uh, the first issue uh, will be so it'll be written by Kenny Porter. It says here. Uh, with the first issue being illustrated by uh, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. So it's a three-part series beginning April 26th. 
with a 48-page debut and a collected edition of all three chapters coming in October, just in time for the movie. Uh, I think that's that's going to be really, really interesting. Um, looks like, uh, let's see if it says what this was going to be about. So it says, Batman, presumably based on Ben Affleck's depiction, is heavily featured in the prequel of Flash as Flash's mentor. The Dark Knight will train Flash for a fight against Girder, a metallic supervillain uh, threatening Central City. Uh, an established villain, though not in the films, Girder first appeared in 2001, created by Jeff Johns and uh, EVS, and has appeared in several episodes of The Flash. So, yeah, it looks like we're going to be getting some of the Flash-Batman, uh, like Ben Affleck-Batman kind of relationship um, and how that is, because I don't know how much he's actually going to be in the movie. And so it'll be nice to kind of get that. I wish that we would get more of Affleck on the screen, because I love him as Batman, and I'm bummed that we're not going to see any more of him. But I'm excited for this little three-issue uh, prequel that they're doing. It, it, I like that they're kind of doing cross, uh, cross-platform cross type stuff here. Uh, you know, with shows, movies, comics, we're doing a little bit of everything. And I like that. I, I, I like it quite a bit. All right, so April, that's a big month, man. A whole lot of stuff going on. We just talked about two different projects. Now we got another one. In April, DC will kill the Justice League. That's right. We're getting a... Uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's issue number 75 of uh, Justice League. Uh, it's going to be uh, Brian Michael Bendis's final... Uh, issue I believe and it's going to bring on the death of the Justice League there from what I understand uh, there is going to be it's it's going to involve a lot of, uh, of different leaguers including Superman Batman uh, Wonder Woman Green Lantern John Stewart Martian Manhunter Hawk Girl Aquaman Green Arrow Black Canary and Zatanna and reportedly, only one of those characters will survive. I don't know what the what the fallout after this will be, how it will, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, in comics, characters don't stay dead. And these are, like, major heavy hitters. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Like, the Trinity, there's no way that they're going to keep them dead. Whatever happens here... No matter what, though, I'm interested to see what it's about, how it plays out, and what it will bring forth uh, for the future of DC Comics. I'm interested to hear your thoughts uh, on it as well. Head over to at uh, DC Comics News on Twitter and just let us know. Let us know. Uh, who do you want to see survive out of those ten? Because only one. It's like the Highlander. There can be only one. That's right. All right. Uh, so we've next got uh, Batman Beyond is returning in a new limited series this April called Batman Beyond Neo Year. Uh, there are going to be a series of Beyond books coming out over the next couple of months. There is uh, the next in the White Knight series called Batman Beyond the, the White Knight. So that's going to be uh, something. Um, there is, I know that I had seen a few 
uh, others. And I'm trying to remember. I think there's oh, there's Flashpoint Beyond, and then this. I think it's those three that I have seen so far. So it's uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight, Flashpoint Beyond, and then uh, Batman Beyond Neo Year. So a whole lot of Batman Beyond. If you like Terry McGinnis, then prepare yourself. Uh, so the description for this book says, Neil Gotham is alive and has killed Bruce Wayne. It's rejected Terry McGinnis as Batman and offered him the chance to escape. Terry turned it down. He is the city's protector and he will uphold the legacy of Batman. Now Neo Gotham will do everything in its power to destroy Terry, including creating brand new villains to fight him. Terry's first year without Bruce Wayne begins. Does it have a? Does he have a fighting chance? Uh, I don't know, man. But uh, I am excited to find out. Uh, this April, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they put out a the, the cover for the first issue. It looks great. You know, you got a great shot of Terry's Batman Beyond outfit and everything. And I love that suit. Um, I love that we're getting more more in the world of Batman Beyond. Um, issue number one, it's going to be a five-issue series. Issue number one goes on sale on April 5th. So be sure uh, to check that out uh, if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, also coming this April, we got the Birds of Prey are coming back. We got a new Birds of Prey book, it looks like. And that is exciting. Uh, there's, n- there's no artwork or anything like that. Nothing like that has been... Uh, released yet, but this bird, new Birds of Prey book, man, it's gonna be or, or this new Birds of Prey story. I keep saying book, it, it's a story. Um, I believe in uh Batman Urban Legends, but like they're coming back, and I feel like this is gonna lead to a new series. So I'm I'm hoping for that. Um, the story specifically is a, it says it is a one-off. It says, but if DC is establishing a new team. It seems likely that it has plans for them down the road. So, yeah, I really hope that that is the case. Uh, if they're going to be, you know, bringing, bringing these characters back, um, I don't know. It says uh, DC told Newsarama that uh, Katana and Lady Shiva will be joined by two recently introduced DC characters, Miracle Molly and Ghost. So this is going to be a very, very different Birds of Prey. You know, it's going to be led by Lady Shiva and Katana with these two other characters coming in. Um, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Um, the Birds of Prey name alone uh, has gotten me excited. And maybe we'll get some... Uh, maybe we'll get, like, some appearances by some of the other, you know, core birds of prey members that we have you know seen in the past so it's fascinating to me it's coming out a lot of stuff like i said coming out in april they dropped the solicitations so whole lot of stuff just starts dropping into our lap when it comes to uh to the comics all right uh so our next story up it looks like uh detective comics will be reverting back to a monthly release schedule in april and Batman will once again return as the title's solo star. So for those of you who have been like, oh man, I'm getting kind of burned out on Detective Comics. I mean, lately, 
with this whole Shadows of the Bat uh, thing that they've been doing, it's been weekly. Uh, and then for a long time it was bi-weekly. So now it's going to be uh, going back to um, uh, going back to a monthly book. Uh, it switched up the schedule at the end of December for a twelve. It was it's a twelve-part storyline, which is the Shadows of the Bat stuff, um, which will go up through March, end of March. And so uh, when it comes uh, back in, when it comes around to April, we'll be going into some monthly books. I think it'll take the pressure off a little bit, which is good. Um, April 26th is when we'll get that first issue because the, the last book in uh, this 12-issue story arc that they're doing right now is May 22nd, or Mar- sorry, March 22nd, and then April 26th we'll get uh, issue one, uh, 1059, 1059 of Detective Comics uh, and the issue will also include the first of a three-part serial called Gotham Girl Interrupted. So, uh, yeah, that should be interesting. I- I'm, I'm excited. All right. What do we got next here, folks? We have got some Joker news. It looks like the ongoing Joker uh, comic book uh, will be coming to an end. Uh, but don't don't fret, don't fret, because it looks like it will be adopting the season approach. The way a lot of things have been uh, happening. The Milestone books have been doing that. Um, books like Naomi, for instance, uh, which is like from the Wonder Comics line, uh, is doing that. We even had like the Green Lantern did that. And we've had some others. Um, and so I... I like the idea of the season. It kind of it takes on like almost a TV approach, and so it looks like the Joker is going to be uh, doing that as well. Looks like issue number fourteen will be the last issue in the Joker's first season, and then they will uh, be back at some point for a season two. So be sure first off, if you're not reading the Joker, definitely get on that. Uh, and be sure to check out the season finale of the Joker on April twelfth when it drops in stores. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one, I think. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. All right, our last uh, story in the realm of comics. We got a brand new Sandman uh, universe book coming out called Nightmare Country. Uh, and it says that uh, this book will focus on the darker, much more terrifying creations of Morpheus, the Lord of Dreams, those being the nightmares. So uh, that sounds pretty interesting. It says, in Sandman Universe Nightmare Country, the Corinthian is reluctantly released from its captivity in the realm of the dreaming by Daniel, the current Lord of Dreams, in order to hunt down something even worse than itself. A nightmare not created by dream, with a hidden origin and a mind of its own. Uh, It says, living up to its name again, Sandman Universe Nightmare Country will take the Corinthian on a terrifying road trip across America, which DC describes as a terrifying travelogue through a nation both recognizable and obscene, which will show you things seen in no Sandman series ever before. Those are some those are some uh, some big uh, promises 
to to uphold, you know. So uh, I'm 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 interested. You know, you say Sandman, you got me on board. You know what I mean? I'll I'll be checking this out. Uh, this issue number one is going to be dropping on April twelfth. So again, a lot happening in April. Be sure to uh, kind of clear your schedule for all of this. Because there's a lot, a lot happening. Be sure to check out Nightmare Country uh, when it drops in April. All right, we got two more uh, stories in uh, the other category. Uh, We got DC Comics uh, Senior Vice President and uh, GM Daniel Cherry uh, has uh, exited the company. Uh, He served in his position uh, as an overseer of the, the publisher's kind of business affairs and worked closely with Jim Lee as they tackled major initiatives like Future State in the publishing line. Uh, they also did multifaceted crossovers like uh, their crossover with Fortnite. And the, uh, the kind of, he kind of helped implement uh, Fandom this year. Uh, his exit, he's exiting the company less than two, less than two years after he was uh, appointed uh, back in September of 2020. And he came over from Activision Blizzard as the chief marketing officer uh, of the esports division. And uh, they didn't give a reason. It's just he quit. I don't know why. I don't know. You know, we don't have any idea of what happened. Um, I know, like, some stuff happened with uh, Activision uh, Blizzard recently, I believe it got like sold or something. So I don't know if maybe he got uh, you know a better offer to go back. I don't know. Um, it's always sad to see you know see talented people go from the company, and hopefully you know hopefully they can bounce back and uh, and keep keep giving us the the amazing quality products that they have been uh, giving us. All right. And we got one final story here. Uh, this one is interesting to me. I wasn't sure where to put it um, because I don't know if it's a movie-related one or if it's a TV-related one. They don't specify, so I just stuck it here in the other and so we can talk about it right now. Supernatural's Jensen Ackles, uh, who's also uh, going to be on, I think, the new se- season of The Boys, uh, has revealed that he's currently developing a secret DC Comics project. Yeah, so he was recently on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, uh, and he was talking about uh, some stuff. He said he's been um, working on the this project in secret. We didn't get any real details, uh, essentially, is is what's going on. But I I I am so hoping that it's like. Something Red Hood. I don't know, man. He was great as as Red, the voicing the uh, Red Hood, but he also just recently voiced Batman in the Long Halloween. So I mean, maybe it's something there. And heck, it could be something completely different. Who knows what it is, man? Maybe uh, maybe he's gonna be Booster Gold in something. I don't know. That would be awesome. <laughs> but uh, no matter what, I really like. Jensen Ackles quite a bit. Uh, I, I think he's he's a great actor, and uh, I'm excited to see him on The Boys, and I am really excited to see whatever this secret DC project is. It, you know, it could be almost anything, and that's the fun part, you know, is the speculating and the wondering. So, 
head on over to DC Comics News, uh, at DC Comics News on Twitter, and let me know your thoughts. What do you think it might be? What do you hope that it is? That's the bigger thing. I want to hear what you're hoping that it might be, because hope will keep you alive, folks. That's what they say. Whether it's true, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that, uh, I think that wraps everything up here for episode 148 of the DC Comics News Podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed, uh, everything here. Sorry it was just me today, but I wanted to make sure that I got all the news out to you, uh, this week. And, uh, we've only got two more episodes before the big 150, so I hope that you guys will join us for that. It's gonna be a good one, I hope. And, uh, yeah, I, again, am Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at J.P. Rayner, that's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R, as well as at Movie Blog Merc, that's Movie Blog Merc, M-E-R-C, over on Twitter. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. Uh, I do all kinds of stuff over there, so be sure to uh, check that out. And uh, be sure to check us out on all the social medias. We've got Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram. Uh, I think there's. Uh, I think we might even have a Pinterest account. I'm not honestly. Uh, I, I don't run it. The, the Pinterest account, and so I don't know if it even gets used. But I think we have one. Uh, and of course on YouTube as well at DC Comics News. That's D C C O M I C S N E W S. DC Comics News. Be sure to f- like us, follow us, subscribe, do all those amazing things. Uh, if you are listening, uh, obviously on the podcast, you can find us on all the different podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, all the whatever you're listening to it on, uh, you can get there. I think uh, Good Pods, I think we're on that as well. Uh, so if you are able to and you like what you're hearing, Please leave us a five-star review. On uh, I know that Apple does that. I know that Spotify just recently started doing that. So uh, definitely do that. And again, reach out to us on Twitter at DC Comics News. Follow us, dccomicsnews.com, for all your uh, news and reviews. We do all kinds of stuff. Um, I, I just finished up the first annual DC Comics News uh, Awards. Uh, so I'm just gonna—I gotta tally up the nomination uh, votes and everything, and then the winners will be revealed this weekend on uh, January 29th. So keep your uh, eyes and ears open for that. Uh, we got some some runaway winners and some surprising winners. So uh, I'm excited to to uh, kind of dive into all of that. So again, at DC Comics News and all the social medias, uh, and as we always say. At the end of each broadcast, we like to leave you with one simple request. And that is to always read more comics. Catch you guys next time.